Just in and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. LPN Deep Dives presents... A Court of Thorns and Roses. With Natalie Jean and Jackie Zabrowski. Uh, am I wearing my literal wedding dress right now as a costume? I think it's I wonderful. I mean, what else are you supposed to use it for? Is it unhinged that I'm doing this? Unclear. If mine fit, I would be wearing it. And that's on me. That's on you, Jackie. That's on me. But look at this sex pot. I can't stop looking yeah, at myself. Yeah, you look I never wear red because I feel like I have too many red tones in my skin, so I feel like it makes me look like a tomato. No, it doesn't. You know, I, don't you have things like that in your life where, like, I can't wear that? Oh, yeah. No, I have colors I will not wear. Right? Sure. What are your non-colors? I mean, anything with really with yellow in it. Yeah. I, just... I don't have, I have, well, I do have reddish undertones, but very different than your undertones. Than mine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of lot of yellows and greens and stuff. But I do like some greens. But we'll red say, looks great on you. We do look like a couple of bitches that will ruin your life. Oh yeah, <laughs> especially on the wedding day. I am going to cause trouble. Oh my god, I'm going to be a problem. It's our last episode of this book. Should we start as we go on? We remember all the times we had together. I had last dance. Ooh. Last dance. All the love goes away after the marriage. That's what everybody knows. Oh. No. Um, it's not true. No. They really true. they really I feel like I think it's like I watched too much married with children when I was growing we up. We all did. It's okay. Right? I mean, that was the trope in the nineties, is like the old fucking wife I hate her. I wanna kill that lady. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna bury her in the backyard. Isn't that funny? Meanwhile, Peggy was um, just so hot. She was so hot. And she wanted to have sex all the time. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry, Al. What a hard lane for you. You have this hot wife that wants to bang you all the time. Boo hoo. I'm sorry you don't like your life is a shoe salesman, but that's not your wife's fault. Maybe you you look at it a different way and you enjoy, you start enjoying feet. I don't know. Or maybe like... It could be. Turn it into... Uh, like the Jesus-y Super Bowl ad? Where they were washing oh, everybody's yeah. feet? Maybe that's what you turn it into. No. Maybe you start washing people's feet for Christ. 
It's fun because all of the conservative people think it's too liberal and all the liberal people are like, you're spending all the money on things that you could be feeding the poor with. And so nobody's happy. It's almost like neither side will ever be happy. No, but also that was stupid. They, they, they do that commercial like every year and it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Sorry. 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 Oh, maybe leave. Just leave the Christ out of football. I didn't know there was Christ in football. Anyway, sorry. We don't need to talk about Christ in football. Two things I know a lot about. Two things that don't exist. Wow. In, in this realm, which is why I think we love this realm so much. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Kind of, kind <laughs> no of. cell phones, no distractions, just fucking eternal hotties. Yeah. That's yes. my favorite. That's what I, my religion That is, is definitely what I want to be doing. We are at the end of Silver Flames, you guys. I can't guys. believe it. It is one year later. <laughs> I can't believe it. When we it. started this little project in between shows. Yes. Um, it's been so fun. We're not done. We're going to be doing some other things. We'll make some announcements. We're definitely, after this episode, going to be discussing the bonus chapters in an yes. episode. Yes. So that'll be coming up right after this. But we are at the end of the five series books of yeah. The Court of Florence and Roses, that is. Yeah. How do you feel about it? About being done? Yeah. Like, are you, you know how I am. I hate watching, like, the last episode of anything. I I really hate ending things, which is why I'm so 100% like, it's not the last thing we're going to do in this world. No, It can't be. I won't let it. No, we won't. I mean, we got to keep talking erotica. I know that much. I need Very erotica, specifically. Um, And we will. We'll, we'll, uh, We'll definitely have some announcements coming up, but um, we... We got to see what happens to Nesta. Oh, my God. Uh, I am also very excited, by the way, that the next book, and I think I already said this, SJM confirmed is an Akatar one. Oh, thank God. Presumably the Elaine book. But do we have to wait two years, Natalie? I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I just feel like she's just signed on to write so many books that she must have it like almost all the way done, right? Like she must be just bashing through this. I feel like she has known what that book was going to be for a long time. That's my guess. Yeah. yeah. She, she can do it quick. Oh, let's hope, but we don't want her to rush. We're not trying to pressure. I understand. I imagine it takes a lot to write a book, especially one that Uh, we're all just like desperately waiting for. Can you imagine that pressure? How hard could it be? Right. I will fucking do it. I'll start. I'll write the the fanfic. Elaine is shy. She's sucking on the penis. I mean, it's what we all want to read. I do, but I do want to know more about Elaine's internal dialogue because I feel like we don't know her all the way. See, that's what we think, but I don't think that's true. No, I imagine she contains multitudes. I think she might contain multitudes. (laughs) I guess. But that'd be kind of fun if she doesn't and the book is just her going like, I like garden. I like kiss, kiss, baby. Me and uh, I hope that there's like some sort of like, I don't know, soundscape that goes along with it just so we can hear the, you know, errant waves and whatever else. Yeah. That happens inside of her brain. (laughs) That would be great. But for now. We're with Nesta. When we last left her, she was about to be strangled by her love, Cassian. But it's not her real love. But it's not Cassian. No, he's got zombies in there. He's got got bugs. There's some kind of worms in there. Briallen bugs. Briallen bugs. And yeah, he's under the throes of the young crone Briallen. Ugh. 
I wonder if she tried to seduce Cassian. I want to see that side of it. Brie Allen? Yeah. If she had the time, she probably would have. Ew, can you imagine her just like warty old face just be like, Cassian. It's not the oldness that disgusts me. It's her soul. No, I guess it's all the evil. <laughs> Maybe that's part of it. But also she old. And she everybody old. else is young. Yeah. Except they're not. They're old as fuck, but yeah. they're hot still. Yeah, but they're Technically, hot. Cassian's like hundreds of years older than her, but also, mm. he's pretty hot. Yeah, he is. You know? Yeah, he is. We've all come to the conclusion, if somebody is old but hot, it's not creepy. No, it's not. So. As long as you accept it. Yep. So Brielle's also facing Nesta, and she is endlessly amused by Nesta's confusion about what's happening, because mm-hmm. this is a big old surprise on top of already being in the blood right. There's a lot happening. A lot's going And also, on. again, remember how exhausted she is. So yeah. then by this time, too, then you're like, wait, wait, my partner is attacking me? Wait, 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 all this stuff is happening. Wait, wait, can we just, like, pause Can for I a have second? a cracker? Yeah, something. Oh, God, imagine how hungry she is. She's got human hunger. And so Yeah, and it it sucks. Yeah. Don't it. Yeah, it sucks. She's like she's she's like, oh man, I forgot being human sucks. I guess I'm happy to be a Fae now. Yeah. Take what the cauldron gave you and smile, Nesta. Yeah. For us. But like any good villain, Brialin must explain her plans right before she kills the hapless it's victim. It's evildoer's monologue. Mm-hmm. I guess I might, too. Uh, you know, you put a lot of work into an evil plan. Well, you want everyone to know all of, like what you had to go through to juke your way to the top. Yeah, because you can't discuss it with a lot of people. So I get you just want to be like, pretty impressive, right? It's- I mean, I know I'm going to kill you, but like. I'm pretty awesome, right? Pretty cool. I do feel that, like, that is, that's the only reason why I'm not evil, is because I think that I would tell everyone my plans, and then they'd find (laughs) out, and then I'd get caught. She's, you just so desperately wish you were evil, and you just look out the window and go, if only I could keep my mouth closed. Right? (sighs) But I just love to talk. I love to talk. I'm the Elaine of evils. It's me going, me, me, moo, me, moo, as I'm just like slicing and dicing people inside of my brain. That is very scary. (laughs) Right? You think that's what's in Elaine's head? No, I'm the the Elaine of evils. So she's the Elaine of goods. Okay. Oh, that's, that would be a lot. That would be a lot. She's like walking multiple puppies at once. Oh, I hope so. Which is difficult. It is hard. It's hard to do that and hard to keep all of the, you know, the different leashes separate. It's true. Without a call, like a shock collar or something. Oh, gosh. No, you got to be kind. We were just talking about shock collars. I know. They're different now, apparently. I'm not a fan of shock collars. I know. What? I thought yeah. we were pro shock collar here. I know. You thought. I love to see the fear in the dog's eyes. Breaking news here. Um, That's uh, not true. The human... <laughs> The human queen explains that she had intended to steal Emery away in the night because she knew Nesta would come after her to the blood rite due to Nesta being, quote, reckless and conceited, but was delighted to find that all three Valkyries were present at Emery's shop that night when the Illyrian bastards came to take Emery away. Since Nesta made her way into the rite, Brialin wanted her here to wear her down because her powers were proved to be too strong. And Brialin is being a coward. Yeah, so you're like, oh, why don't I just get her into a spot where she has to be a human and then I can get her? It's like, how does that make you feel, young old bitch? Yeah, you know, that's the problem with villains. They don't have any shame. No. 
And the shame is what makes you go, wow, man, this is embarrassing that I have to, like, put this person in such dire straits to be able to fight them. Yeah. And um, I would think that, like, maybe I'm not strong enough yet to be doing these things. Think about that, Brie Allen. But she's got the, you know, she's got her dread trouble. Her loneliness ain't killing her no more. <gasps> um, so. And I. Thank you. That's what different. It's different. I'm just like Brit. You are just. You are like a little Britney right now. Oh my god! Thank you. Actually, I guess I'm more an ex Tina. Oh yeah. Yeah. Unless I'll get out the knives and start dancing if you want me to. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I thought it was cool. I support it. I thought she did a fun knife dance. <laughs> Except for the fact that they're real knives. Hey. <laughs> I just think that she is rich enough that she could afford some really great fake knives. Then it's not a real knife dance. You're right. But not only did she need Nesta to get to this right where the magic is all cut off, she mm-hmm. wanted Cassie in there. Brielle makes it clear she's annoyed at how many days it's taken her to get close enough to Cassian to snatch him up. And it's here she reveals that she trapped Eris when he was in the middle of a noble act, not because he double-crossed the Night Court. But also, if you're giving your evil monologue right now, it's just like, just so you know, he was a good guy, not a bad guy. Because you thought for a second he was a bad guy, but still, very good guy. You gotta get that exposition in there. Gotta get it in there. For At least for what it's worth, she's saying it in the sense of that stupid fool was trying to protect his right. stupid she little soldiers. Yeah. I, there's just such a difference in rereading this end part. And I'm also in like, I'm like most of the way through the first Throne of Glass book right now. And there's just such a difference in how she used to write characters. I mean, she was a kid when she I wrote know, that book. I know, and very impressive for how young she was writing Throne of Glass. But it's just so funny to be go like back and forth between the two books. I'm just like, man. She grew a lot in her writing. Oh, it's yeah. insane. I just I since you're through the first almost the first throne of glass, I thought the moments of romance were very funny because they were like a little kid. It writing. was a child writing it. It was just like <laughs> they went in and then they kissed and stuff happened. And stuff and like she like really wanted him, but like he was all like, Yeah, me too. Uh-huh. And they kissed and kissed all night. All night, and it was like extra long kisses, sometimes with Whoa! And I'm all like, don't put your slug in my mouth. <laughs> it is no. There's a lot of yearn. It's very. It, it, I honestly think it's adorable knowing how young she was when she wrote it. No. I'd so much rather that than her know way too much at the age of sixteen. Yeah, to have some questions. I, I'd so much rather her be like, I think that this is what happens. Mm-hmm. So much rather that. Yes. We get this little Eris moment of the sort of save the cat reveal that he was trying to save the bewitched soldiers when they captured him. So they were coming to basically get him and he was trying to help them in that moment. So it's, an, again, another little glimpse of like Eris is probably not evil. Yeah. Um, I wonder if he tried to like kiss them awake. I think you should have given him that advice because I know that's what you would have tried. Always go in lips first. I say, you see a soldier? Lips, lips first. <laughs> Doesn't matter what they're doing. She says she mostly added weapons to the right because she was having fun, <laughs> which is a pretty fun villain right. thing to say. Yeah. I just wanted to see what would happen. Cool. I get honestly, I get that the most of everything she says. I'm like, I, I understand. I wanted to see. So Nesta asked her why she's doing all this and why she doesn't want peace. And she says, peace. I hate the word as I hate hell. All Montague. Yes. And thee. Yes. No, she didn't. But she basically did say that. She's all peace. 
I want to be a piece of ass again. <laughs> you ain't going to be, bitch. She wants the trove. Yeah. When, also, I imagine she wants her youth. Yeah, that's what she wants. Yeah, she yeah, to be yeah, a piece of ass it. again. Yeah, yeah, she be a piece of ass. When Nesta points out she imagines Brie Allen will just kill her and cast, so why would she give the trove over? Brie Allen says, no, 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 of course, never. I would never do that. I just want to be young again, and then I'll just let you guys go along your way. Don't worry about it. Uh, okay. Okay, sure. Sure, Brie Allen. Sure. Nesta scented the lie. Cassian grunted out. <laughs> this is like Cassian? Oh, God. I know you're like all taken over and you've got like Brie Allen bugs, but like not sexy. <laughs> oh, no. She got the ick. Yeah, man. I'm so sick of hearing people say that about stuff. Oh, having the ick? Yeah. Yeah. Everything now. Everything is now the ick. Um, I'm the one who just brought it up, and I'm, now I'm annoyed at myself. Uh, this surprises Brie Allen, but that's because she doesn't know love, and that through love, all is possible. Are you you're mixing the books? No, I'm just saying a random phrase. Oh, okay. It has nothing to do with any other no. Moss books. No. Um, this does surprise her because he's not. He shouldn't be able to get a word out right now because of how much power she holds over him. He's not supposed to be able to basically evade that. But, but I guess it's the But Nessa can see his eyes are slightly less glassy in this moment. Oh, like no. he's fighting it, fighting it. Brian says, Fine, fine, fine. You have love. Prove it by giving the trove to me. Choose your mate over the entire world. Would you, Natalie? Would you? Henry or the world? Henry or the oh world? Oh my god! Henry like, or the world, choose right now. No, you. Jeff. Okay, great. Uh, so you're going to kill me. Sowie. Sowie, I got love. Then you guys are just going to be floating around in space? Oh my God, wouldn't that be so awesome though? No, forever? Yeah, it'll be all like, I'm the Sandra. And it'll be like, just like Sandra Bullock in Gravity. And I'll be all like, I'm a oh, sexy meant, space bitch. I thought you meant Sandra from Greece when they drive up in Good. The I mean, sky. honestly, either one, also very sexy. Get me into that car. Well, I guess if I have to choose John Troy, I will. You. Oh, the one, the one, the one. Yeah, ooh, and, it goes, ooh, ooh. and then you get sucked into the vacuum of space. But then you're just dry. Then you just becomes what's that? Mo- Mom and Dad saved the universe ooh, or whatever. Do not rewatch that movie. I mean, I do love it. I, I mean, I, uh, what's his name's uh, John a Lovitz. Bad, no, he's John Lovitz isn't. Oh yeah, John Lovitz is oh, the, yeah. the the bad the lead. The dad's a bad man. Yes. Yeah. 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 But Jeffrey, Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey Jones, yeah. Which is unfortunate. But. but also, again, don't waste your time rewatching it. I loved it as a kid. Rewatched it a couple months ago, and I was like, ooh. I mean, it's. Ooh. And not, I'm not even saying, like, that does not hold up. Like, ooh. It's more of just like a, oh, this is, man, boring. Why did I love this so much as a kid? But there's fish in I love the fish, people. bitch. Yes. And the, and the people, I mean, they are fun and they wear fun clothes. And, oh, and the mushroom that opens up and is <gasps> a monster. Yes. I love that one. Oh, yeah. But those are the things you remember, and everything else is the reason why you forgot it. Okay. Well, <laughs> but it's on HBO. I'm sorry, it's on Mox, so you can check it out. Well, I guess if you're going to choose Jeff over the entire world, that's where you're going. Sorry, that's my love. That's my love for you. Larson and Amber Nelson from the brighter side here to check in with you, see how you're doing. Is your day more disappointing than a gas station sandwich? Are you trying to put one foot in front of the other in a glue factory? Did you try to throw your air fryer in the bathtub, but nothing happened because you were too lazy to plug it in first? 
then the Brighter Side podcast is for you. Oh, yeah! Each week, we take nasty, dookie, stupid, dumb, stinky, no good, doo-doo factory, caca-like topics, and try to find the brighter side. Hey, Amber, uh, what's the brighter side of waking up chained to a bed in Russia? Um, at least they have free health care. That's right. So start your weekend off right every Friday with the brighter side on the last podcast network. You beautiful babies. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag and Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. She knows that if she gives the trove over, it will be catastrophic for Prithian. And so she refuses to summon the harp and mask. Yeah. Briellen seems to expect that and tells Nesta that she will have to convince her other ways, I guess. Briellen snapped her fingers at Cassian, and Nesta had half a second to turn before he was upon her. Panic and rage shone in his eyes, but Nesta could do nothing, absolutely nothing, as he barreled into her knocking her to the ground. Pinning her there, an arm at her throat, the weight of him, once so intimate and loving, now the thing that would hold her here, hurt her. That's very traumatic. It is very traumatic. Man, they're going to have to go to quite a couple therapy episodes after this. They will. He can't fight the magic off all the way. He's forced to pull her to her feet at Brielle's command and press a knife against her throat. No. Nesta tries to reason with the queen, but Brielle simply says that if she needs to kill her, leaving her devastated mate with the knowledge he'd killed his love, she'd get someone at the night court to retrieve the trove for her. So, you know, if that's what you want, I'll kill you and I'll use your blood. To get in under the wards. Just, like, go watch an episode of Love is Blind or something. Like, I think you need something else in your life, Brie Allen. I think you're all caught up in this-ish. And it's, like, that's all you can think about is things like that. It's You know, I think it's what I love, again, about the evil monologue so much where it's just, like, you got nothing else to do. No. Besides plan all these evil things. It's hard. I would also feel upset if I got croned. 
but I wouldn't do this. No, because now you're taking out your crone against other people. It's not yeah. the Although I know that she thinks that like Nesta took too much from the cauldron and that's why she's they old her young. in. It's her fault. Yeah. She was a part of that plan. She forced Nesta in. So that's on her. That's on you. That's on you, Brie Allen. Okay. Also, then you just like shoved your way forward and jumped in. Like, yeah. You like dove in like head first. So, I mean, you should have probably controlled yourself a little mm-hmm. bit. To see tell what happened. Him. Tell him, Natalie. No, I'm just saying, you know. She watches Cassian, who is steadily holding the knife to her throat. But as Nesta looks into his eyes, she sees him there, the real him, and marvels at how much love shines through. What was the value of the world compared to him, to this? She allows her feelings to radiate from her gaze into his, but Brielle isn't interested in this love story. She grows impatient. Kill, she says lazily to Cassian. Nesta had loved Cassian since she'd first laid eyes on him, had loved him even when she did not want to, even when she had been swallowed by despair and fear and hatred. She tries to convey these feelings in what she imagines as her final moments to him. And as Cassian's arm swings towards her, it seems to be fighting itself, Cassian shaking with effort. Cassian roared, and then the knife twisted in his hand, angling not toward her, but toward his own heart. <gasps> because Brialin said to kill, but not to who? No! Fae logic. I hate these damn rules! So Cassian uses the last of his will to make that decision, to end his own life overtaking Nesta's. I mean, I know that he's like in the middle of a moment right here, but I also think that like at this, like in this time period, I think I'd rather just die than watch him die. I know, but I think I would, if given that, like those choices through all this, I probably would also stab myself. You know, yeah. like, I wouldn't want to do this. Yeah. So I would just do it myself. That's what I think. And as the sun broke over the horizon, as Cassian's knife plunged for his chest, Nesta erupted with the force of the cauldron. Yes! That is a bad bitch right there. Yeah, there should definitely be some electric guitar during the next scene. Again, more soundscapes. (laughs) I think books need more soundscapes. I agree, I agree. So honestly, like the old school books, like the like the cardboard books you used to open up and then when you would see the symbol, you'd like press the symbol on the outside and make like a hee haw. Did you ever have (laughs) did you ever have those books that were also on tape? I think a lot of them were Disney. Yeah. Where you had the book and then it was being read to you in your ear. I loved loved it. As the dawn comes, Nesta regains her powers and oh, boys, they're going to be held to pay. Though Nesta only has eyes on Brialin for what she's about to have made Cassian do, the lands around her shake with rage. It's felt all the way to the sea and into Valaris. Nesta launches at her, and at Nesta's touch, her death's touch, she watches Brialin's gnarled hands turned young. A lined face became beautiful and lovely, white hair darkened to raven black. But Nesta's rage consumes Brialin fully. Can you imagine I'd be like this? I'd be like, no, 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 magic, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Don't give her what she wants, don't give her what she wants. <laughs> but you got that moment. Yeah. She got, she got to be uh, young again once for like a moment. That lovely face is soon turned to ash. And then Brialin is dust in the wind. Bitch got Benjamin buttoned. 
You got so old and then you got young to death. Do you think That's how it goes. you got younged to death? I, yeah, I, w- I would love to watch her like she oh, goes she all should, the way back. She becomes a sperm. Yeah, like, oh man, I wish she became a sperm. And then becomes dust. And then you just see like her like dad cum dust. <laughs> Ugh. That's what I want to see. I want her father coming dust in front of me. Yeah, me too. Thank Don't you. we all? Chapter 75, Anesta is rushing to where Cassian lay face down on the ground in a panic. She doesn't know what she'll find as she turns him over. But he is whole. He's a little out of it, but Cassian is okay. Emotional, they embrace, both reeling over what just happened. Nesta closed her eyes, breathing in his scent. You are my mate, Cassian, she said against his lips and kissed him softly. They marvel at each other as their kiss sends them soaring, their, quote, souls twining. Goosh, 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 man. I love a soul twining kiss. Love it. They pull back and as they gaze into each other's eyes, Nesta begins to speak. Two figures landed beside them, making the mountain shudder. And they whirled to find more and Asriel there. Do you think she's just... Faces grave. Sorry. Do you think that she's looking this good? Is that what you're about to ask? Yeah, do you think she's looking all fierce? I think so. Titties out, red on, being like, ah, bitch, I put on lipstick for this so that I can come and save your ass. And that's how great I am is that, yes, I stopped. I put on my fucking fit. I put on my makeup. (laughs) Because if I'm saving, I want to look good. Right. You got to show them. You got to show them Illyrians. Mm-hmm. Strong woman. Mm-hmm. Can also yes. show her boobies. Yes. So more at Asriel land and they quickly reveal that Eris is safe and that they have possession of the maid dagger. But <gasps> it's Feyre. More said. Oh, yeah. You forgot about that. There's like a million other things going on. And again, I think in the next book, they are going to get more into like what was going on with everything and maybe not so much with the pregnancy because I guess that's enough trauma to even just to include the little bits of it that could like I, I imagine it's, it's a trauma that she didn't want to put inside of her book for Probably. other people to feel triggered by I would assume I would imagine um, but there's just so much happening in this book that I honestly did forget about this whole part of it until we got to back to this point um, yes, because that does feel as though it's it could be a conclusion to the book. Right. But then you're like, oh, right, Favor's going to die. Yeah, dude. Great. So they're all at the river house at the start of chapter 76, and Feyre is indeed beginning to go into labor. Moore informs him that she's already been bleeding for a few hours now. This labor would mean that the baby's not only fatal to Feyre, but is coming prematurely. But Bella and Feyre don't give a care. They need them babies. Yeah, man, they need the babies. Even if an old wants to groom them until they get older and then now they are soulmates forever and then they turn from uncle into boyfriend. Uncle into boyfriend. It's the Twilight way. I... God. Imagine if (laughs) Morgan's son Nixon was like... I'm in love with him. I'm in love with him. I need him. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, you know, she's she's already, like, has so many thoughts on her love life, which, again, I can't wait to get more into Moore's love. Yes, please. Give me some of that. I need some things for the old brain space. But question for what is happening in the plot right now. Yeah. They couldn't give her a C-section? They do give her a C-section. Right, but like why, I guess in my head, 
how is that still? I didn't quite understand. Like, I know she's not like shaped like bones wise. She doesn't have the uterus, not uterus, pelvic shape for wings. I get that. I think it's a little bit of suspension of disbelief. Because okay. Anatomically, it doesn't fully make human sense right but i guess you could but also say we don't have babies inside of us that have wings so maybe there's a lot of issues that we would never think of maybe there's some form of like like artery or something that it it has to rip through which can kill you really quickly and i don't know oh, god i love pretending like we're doctors I like I mean, asking you questions as if you would know. But, you know, sometimes you just got to pose these questions. I took an anatomy class in college. I'm pretty sure I oh my can God, speak doctor. as a doctor. I think you should give me surgery. I'll try. I don't know what I'll give for. It a shot. But <laughs> just okay. the point you could just try out. I'll give you a BBL. Oh, my God, please. I just want to not be able to sit for at least three months. That's so hot. <sighs> right? Can't lay down. Can't sit up. Can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Love that. Ooh, sex. Um, they scare me very much so. Yeah. Feyre's not doing well, but I guess at least she didn't have to drink blood for the last few months, unlike some other people who are going to die by their baby. Although if you were going to ask Amryn, I mean, Amryn's down with that. I think she's probably fine. I know, it. right? She right? would have been all right with it. She's deathly pale from the blood loss, and Reese is next to her in a near panic. Madja is assisting them, but she can't get to the baby. He's stuck in the birth canal, which is presumably why it's so disastrous for a high fae to have an Illyrian baby, because it doesn't fit. It don't fit in my gooch. Tunnel's too small. That's what I'd be screaming if I was in labor (laughs) doing this. Tunnel's too small. Tunnel's too small. Not only is Feyre losing blood, but the baby is in distress. There are few options, and one of them is giving a fae cesarean, a fae-sarian, I guess. Mm -hmm. However, whatever it would take to get the baby out is incredibly risky and often kills the mother in this lore. Not only that, but the baby is still too young, is still forming, and it wouldn't likely survive. Ah. But Feyre feels the call of motherhood, and she says she doesn't care. That they have to try, even though it would risk killing all three of them, because, of course, Reese will also die. Because they made the stupidest pact of all that's not smart. Just, oh, God, it infuriates me. Yeah. She commands Maja to do it with her high lady voice. And the others realize they can't stop this from happening. And when Elaine began praying to the Fae's foreign gods, to their mother, Nesta bowed her head, too. But also, now, like, I feel like if I were Nesta, it's like, all right, let me just take like a quick shower and then I'll be right over there. <laughs> I don't think they have time. I think Faye was about to die. Yikes. We cut to Cassian's POV at the same moment, and he's watching Reese and Maja both attempt to heal Feyre as the blood pours out, but it just keeps coming. And imagine how much blood that must be if both Reese and Maja can't stop the blood from coming Yikes. out. Yikes. Too much that should be more on the outside than on the inside. Yeah, too many, too much on the outside. It, should, it, it sounds like the elevator from The Shining. Ah! Although kind of badass if you just like opened her up like where her uterus is supposed to be and it's just like. <laughs> I mean, scary for the baby. Probably. Uh, probably, probably not good. Not great. Um, but it would be fun. It would be impressive. Yeah. Be like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow, you got a lot in there. Reese begins to give what could be considered a goodbye to Feyre. But she stops him. We're not saying goodbye to each other. Yeah, and also, if you're going to be doing this, you better be fucking saying goodbye to everybody as well, Reese. Yeah. Yeah. 
But Mancha brings out the tools and makes quick work of cutting into Feyre. And since Reese goes into her mind to help stop the pain, she's in a sleep state of sorts during this. The baby is removed and is too small and is not moving. Oh! Before anyone can make a move, Reese begins to scream and Cassian knows it's too late. Nesta in this moment is watching what is about to happen and can see death in the room around them. Watches the terror and the chaos as Maja attempts to revive Feyre. Feyre. Feyre who had gone into the woods for them, who had saved them so many times. Feyre, her sister. Something washes over Nesta in that moment. She closed her eyes and opened that place in her soul that had torn free on Ramiel. That self-sacrificial place she discovered inside herself saving her friends. Cassian is trying to hold Reese back with all of his might as Maja works on Feyre, but in his own despair, realizes he should let him go be with his mate in those final moments of their life. All hope is gone, and he can't process the insurmountable loss he's about to experience. And then he sees a flash of light and unbelievably even more horror courses through him as he looks and finds Nesta now with the crown atop her head, the mask on her face, as she grips onto the harp. No one had ever wielded all three and lived. No one could contain their power, control them. How Cassian could survive losing all four of them all at once, only the mother knows. Oh my god, it's just like, again, think of other people before you make that damn pact. She's already gone, in a way, Cassian sees. He no longer sees Nesta's eyes through the mask. Something that's not of this world is there now where Nesta should be. The Nesta creature begins to walk towards the bed, and before Reese can attack, it stops him. Reese, a mere child under the grasp of what being exists in Nesta's body. That's a lot. I mean, all three of them? Just like, damn, dog. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Cassian can only watch as Nesta in her tattered and filthy Illyrian garb plucks the 26th string of the harp, time itself. In the beginning and in the end, there was darkness and nothing more. The mother sounds a lot like Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Nesta hears a kind of female <laughs> whispering to her. Around her, all of the world has stopped in a tableau of pain as that voice coming from inside her and not coming from her at the same time asks her what she wants of herself. Nesta thinks and decides that though for so long she wanted to feel nothing. I got that. She now wants it all. She wants to feel everything, even that darkness that causes pain because the pain allows for the joy and she can't deny herself that any longer. Some days might be more difficult than others, but I want to experience all of it. Live through all of it with them. That wise, soft voice whispered, So live, Nesta Ultron! 
So Nessa does your voice. God, I, I mean, you hear a voice like that, oh, with that kind of timber. And you go, oh, okay. Oh, I guess I w- Also, sorry, I mean, I know there's like a lot going on in the story right now. We didn't even mention the fact that you are wedding, wearing your wedding dress right now. Oh, I did. I mentioned it at the Okay, top. you did mention it. Okay, I just, I just saw you like just move around me. all the tool and I was just like, yeah, you are just sitting here in your wedding dress. You know what I've learned? Wedding dresses aren't made for sitting in an office chair. I wonder why not. I don't know. I, I thought you were supposed to go right back to work when you were done wedding. If you're a good American, you would. True. So Nesta does the only thing that she can think of in that moment, which is to begin to speak to Feyre, telling her that she understands now, finally, that Feyre was fighting for her. Even when she didn't deserve it, over and over again, Feyre never gave up on Nesta. I love you, Feyre. She had never said the words aloud to anyone. Through love, all is possible. <gasps> Nesta reaches deep Get inside. Get a tattooed. Uh-oh. I guess their tats are a little bit different. But maybe, though, I think it would be cute if she got, like, you know, like like a tribal symbol and then it said, through love, all is possible. I think it would be cute. And she'd be not like the other Fey. Like on her ankle? Yeah, or a tramp stamp. I got one. Hell yeah. Not a tribal one, but I do have a tramp stamp. What is your tramp stamp? It's flowers. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cute, though. Mm, I guess I've very never looked at tramp stamp. Yeah. You're not like the other Why Faye. aren't you looking right above my butt all the time, Jackie? I guess I don't value you enough as a sister-in-law. I think so. I, I guess I should be looking I more. do feel like that. <laughs> no, Natalie, don't! <laughs> you know how I'm always walking around in my low-rise jeans and bikini top? Oh, yeah, with your whale tail that goes right over your tra- yeah. tramp stamp? And I go, that's my sister-in-law. <laughs> that's her. Yeah, and, and anyone tries to look at your tramp stamp, I'm like, don't. That's where I look. That's, that's where the sister-in-law gazes. How dare gazes. you look at it? How dare you look at her panties that are sticking out of her pants? It's a test to see if you're a pervert. <laughs> yeah. And you lost. Failure. Pervert failure. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Nesta reaches deep inside of herself and finds that peace, that place where she stole, ripped out of the cauldron in rage, and she offers it back. She asks, give her away to save Feyre, and she'll give it all back. She lays over Feyre and asks again for the cauldron and the mother to show her how to save all three of them. Rizond, her brother. And that's what he was, wasn't he? Her brother, who had offered her kindness, even when she knew he wanted to throttle her. And she him. And the baby. Her nephew. Blood of her blood. Blood of my blood. Sure. That's a good way to start describing. I mean, you're not blood of my blood, but I think every time I see Henry, I'm going to start going, ah, blood of my blood. I think you should. Oh, I guess he's not begat of my blood, though. So I guess it's not the same. Oh, yeah, I guess not. I guess I'd have to look towards my niece, and that's where that, blood of my blood is. to your niece, Okay, yes. all right, I'm going to call her after this. Be like, blood of my blood, you're my blood of my blood. She'll be like, uh, Aunt Jackie, what is what wrong What do you want? Because uh, um, she's a teenager. What were you doing with Aunt Natalie again? Like, don't worry about what we do with our time. <laughs> don't be embarrassed of us. Why would you ever be embarrassed of us? <laughs> There's Why nothing embarrassing about what we do, damn it. <laughs> she repeats her plea over and over, and for a time, nothing answers. So she continues, because she doesn't know how to use this terrible power inside of her. As time starts to begin again, she asks one more time. And a soft, invisible hand brushed her cheek in answer. For Cassian, only milliseconds had passed. He saw Nesta donning the dread trove, and then she was laying over Feyre. Reese was still fighting against Cassian, as Amran stops him, they all hear her final pleas. I give it all back over and over. The room watches in shock as light begins to reach out from where Nesta lies prone over her sister. It fills Nesta, then Feyre, and then it reaches out towards the baby. And I know that she's not, but in this scene of just thinking of her lying prone um, over her sister, it just makes me think of like she's literally laying completely on top of her, like face to face. Oh, just that's being cute. like, I'm gonna save you, sister. I think it's nice. That's how I'd save my I sister. I thought you were gonna say laying prawn, like she was a shrimp. <gasps> that or she was giving birth to shrimp. <laughs> I'm laying prawn. Oh, ah, 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 ah. Get the cocktail sauce. Ah, ah, ah. And then you're going to sell me. If I start making prawn like that, you're going to sell me to some kind of shrimp boat. Captain, I know what you'll do. That would have been very sad if she did all of the Tredro stuff and was help, trying to help Farron. And she just started giving birth to shrimp. And to everybody's shrimp. like, awesome. I don't need this on top of all the text. That's what happening. I expected. Thank you. No, nobody needs shrimp nobody. right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're all eating shrimp as Feyre's like, guys, I'm like dying, guys, dying over here. Some good shrimp. Wow, this is like, oh, the good horseradish kick to this cocktail sauce. I give it back. I give it back once more. And the mask and crown fall from Nesta's head. And Cassian sees that a tattoo has been etched into her back through her ripped shirt. She's made a bargain with the cauldron. But even as the light begins to leave Nesta, he swears he sees a hand gently stopping all of that light from leaving. Reese launches out of Cassian's grip into Feyre's side, who is now awake and again filled with color. The blood has stopped pouring out of her. I love you too, 
Feyre whispered to her sister and smiled. Nesta begins to cry and they embrace. And then the baby begins to cry. Baby! Shocked, they all look over. And it's now a full term baby boy with little wings and a head of black hair. Oh my God. Can you just imagine? I can't. I can't imagine how much they're all going to love that baby. They're all going to love that baby. It takes a village. It's going to be a Nepo baby, but it's fine. Oh, yeah, for sure. But how awesome is this kid going to be dressed? So good. Dude, the fits alone. Feyre and Reese gather around the baby who is now cradled in Feyre's arms and they all laugh and cry. But then Reese jumps up and whirls towards Nesta, who stepped away from the bed. Cassie embraces, unsure of what's about to happen. Then Reese fell to his knees and took Nesta's hands in his, pressing his mouth to her fingers. Thank you. He wept, head bowed. Cassian knew it wasn't ingratitude for Reese's own life that he knelt upon the sacred tattoos inked upon his knees. I need that tattoo! It's pretty good. I need it! It's really difficult that I have not gotten an Akatar tattoo yet. It is really difficult for It's difficult for me. It's difficult for everyone. I think everyone's looking at me being like, Jackie, when are you going to get the tattoo? And um, I think I have to do it. I thought, in my head, I was like, I'm going to think about it the entire time we do this show. And make sure at the end of this, I still want to get an Akatar tattoo. Mm Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I do, because these are the books that got me back into reading. I love it. And I, you can do, like, the mountains or something subtle. It doesn't have to say, like, a court of thorns and roses on oh, it. Oh, man, that would be awesome if I just got that. Across just like, chest. oh, yeah, right on my tits. Yeah. And you, like, always think about it when you look at my breasts, Jeff. This tits, these breasts are from my books now. <laughs> and I'm thinking about you as Cassian, and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Nesta watches Reese do this, and then she kneels herself because she wants to look into his eyes. And then they embrace. Everyone's healing. I love this. Everybody's getting together. Nesta finds Gwen and Emery sitting in one of the lavish rooms of the river house drinking tea shortly after, still in their filthy clothes stolen from the corpses of Illyrian males. I just like, I'd, I'd definitely take a couple minutes just to hop in the bath. Something just wipe it all away. I don't know. I just kind of, I might be too, I might just want to sit. I don't know. I guess, yeah, you're, they're also like traumatized. And, but you somebody know, just, gotta, what if I just sit there and somebody sprays a hose on me? I'll take it. Yeah. Honestly, it'd be kind of nice. Maybe it'll be may, uh, a nice warm hose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you want to be drenched in cum afterwards. No, I, I'd probably want a nap. So they are just still dressed in these clothes, so out of place within this beautiful setting. As they lay eyes on Nesta, Gwen begins to immediately chastise her, telling her she should never forgive her. Which is, of course, a reference to Nesta knocking her out cold. To Which get at this her. point, I'm, like Nesta's like, bitch, there have been so many things that have happened. Like, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, you're like, what happened? What? Oh, Why God, are you upset I with me? Yeah, I yeah, just like, oh, it was like hours ago, but also simultaneously feels like seven weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. And Nessa cuts this down with a vigorous hug. She basically pounces on Gwen and just hugs her instead. She reaches out for Emery, and the three of them hold each other on the couch. They wonder aloud whether anyone will fully know what happened on that mountain. They don't think so. Bellius's death will remain a blood right secret, and no one outside of these Valkyries and the round table of the night court will likely ever know the extent of what happened at the Pass of Analius. 
Gwen Smith. I imagine you can go into her brain if you really wanted to know and probably find out. Reese could. I think she tells Reese. Yeah, right? Yeah. But I don't, they don't think, like, the rest of the Illyrians are ever going to know. Are oh, they? yeah. They're safe. They're, yeah. So Gwen smugly tells them that she plans on rubbing salt in the Illyrian wound by not even accepting her title of Corinthian, instead remaining Valkyrie, even though she won their little contest. Good for you, bitch. Love that. Nesta sits with her arms around her friends and is thrilled to realize she's excited to see what the future holds. Oh, oh. They're going to make more bracelets together. <laughs> How many bracelets are they going to have? Oh, my God. They're just covered in bracelets. Oh, they're like, no. I guess we got to get back to training or something. What if they just start a bracelet shop? Oh, my God. They and can every- sell them out of Emery shop. <gasps> That's a great idea. A little like a side business. I love this for them. They can open up a fancy. No, they have to kill. Fate. They have to kill like so many people. Oh, yeah. OK. They have to kill so dead. many people. It's all in a day's work. Yeah. We cut to Cassian fussing over the new baby in his arms. Nix <sighs> is his name. And I have a feeling there will be an influx of babies named Nix in the next few years. Yes. It's a great name. It's very cute. Yeah. Cassian marvels at the boy's beautiful glowing blue eyes and his teeny tiny wings. So cute! As Feyre lies in the bed nearby. It is interesting when I see pictures of like uh, fan art of the three of them too because I'm just so used to looking at horny fan art. I know. That I see a baby and I'm like, nah! ah, Fan art's sexy for me! I don't want to look at this! But it is very cute to look at their family. It's very cute. I'm trying to be very optimistic and like joyful because it's a lovely couple baby moment it's wonderful i just i want to watch their is their sexual yeah parents are sexual beings that's how you make the baby that's how you gotta make the baby (sighs) i'm happy for them happy and also i imagine reese and fair are gonna jump right back on it well especially because in fey years nix will become the maturity the might what's it called the majority majority uh very early and they'll still have like centuries of being hot and having sex after that you know so i get that i hate being human so boring sucks there's nothing we can do about it until the singularity comes along man singularity just upload my brain and i will live forever thank you thank you thank you science thank you science yeah, I'm ready to give in to the computers. Yeah, it's fine. Right? I'm, I'm, I've already given in. We can't do anything about it. No, and I'm already obsessed with all computers and screens anyway, so you may as well just own my brain. I'm not quite ready for the thing in the brain, though, that turns that makes your text with your eyes. Get out of here, uh, Elon. No. Yeah, he's got other ideas. He's got a lot of thoughts mm-hmm. that I don't care for. Mm-hmm. The idea of Cassian holding the baby. Oh, yeah. Come on. It's horrible. Uh, 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 your loins. Uh, Calm them down. Uh, it's not my fault. I'm 36 and I don't have a pet and I don't have a child. So, you know, <laughs> it's, I, it's, I've got nowhere to put my taking care of jeans. All right? Unless I put them in the wash. Right? Get them in that wash. What are they dirty? I'm very alone. You are not. You are married to a very loving partner. No, he's great. He's great. And but... like you have a bunch of friends who spend time. Yeah, but what if he was holding a baby and the baby had wings? I and don't... blue eyes like his blue eyes. I Ugh. don't think you could. You should glue wings to a baby. Ugh. Well, not glue. I'll just like Velcro them. Just Velcro just them? Velcro them. And they could take it off when they're done. And they're never going to be done because they have wings for life. 
Oh, so God. I guess I will. I guess you know what? I will glue it to the baby. Why don't you? Why don't you just take a breather before the baby, the the wings and the baby? I feel like you need to think this out a little bit. Should I? I think maybe. Okay, just give because, it a couple days. Just because they have nicks doesn't mean I'm ready to have a child. I mean, maybe. <laughs> but if they're ready, because they are very rich and they live forever, if they're ready, obviously I'm ready. I mean. <laughs> Easy choice to make. Sarah's like 21. She's prepared. I guess you're fine. Oh, but they live forever. She's also forever. wizened beyond her years. Yeah, she's not like the other girls. So as Cassian is marveling over this beautiful baby boy, Nesta opens the door and Cassian can tell she wants to talk. So he hands Nyx over to an unconfident Azriel and leaves the rest of them to coob over the baby. Which is also really cute of him just being like, like, oh, uh, I am a I shadow singer. Do I, oh, um, God. No. Uh, yeah. Do I sing shadows to it? Uh, <laughs> shadow, 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 shadow. Do you want a whole truth teller? Like, I just imagined <laughs> yeah. him just being like, you want to learn how to play with a knife? Do you do, do my shadows come and hug the baby? Do you know how many people I've tortured? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cute little bedtime stories from Uncle Az. Yep. You forget sometimes of how many people he is really all, slowly, brutally tortured. Yeah, I mean, and they've all, they have a high body count, all yeah. of them. Yeah. And I'm We're not, not talking, talking about, about sex. Although I imagine that Probably too. also that. <laughs> so Cassian leaves with Nesta. They've not had more than a moment together since the rite began. And so they walk out the back door of the river house and out to the lawn facing the river. As they begin to talk, Nesta tells Cassian that a little of her power remains from her bargain, which she took with the cauldron to heal Feyre, but most of it is now gone. She then reveals she's also made a few changes, some adjustments, if you will. See, when Feyre was being healed, the bargain changed Feyre's anatomy to that of an Illyrian's, so that if she caught pregnant again, this wouldn't happen. Whoo! Nesta just so happened to shift her body in that same way. Oh, interesting. Again, this is another have to kind of suspend disbelief because sure. if you changed your pelvic, like your, your, your pelvic body's floor, gonna look different. yeah, your, I feel like your body would change. Your pelvic girdle is kind of important. Yeah, you'd be shaped very differently. And you probably you? would be like walk, your stature would be different stuff. Yeah. But we just have to except this is and just go back. It, it, honestly also too that she was able to and so powerful enough that she was able to not only save Feyre but also completely change herself at the same time I know she's like death or whatever but like that's a lot that's a lot of power to have to do that it's a lot she's getting a lot of help from the mother yeah so and I feel like the cauldron is also kind of like her cheerleader like a little bit I think so I think the cauldron is I think it's the same way that like magic is described where it's chaotic neutral. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of where it can be good. It's not pure evil. It's not trying to kill her. It just accepts what needs to happen, Mm -hmm. sort of. Um, But uh, so she says this and then Cassian's like, oh, what? Uh, You want a baby? She's like, no, 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 fuck no. No, no, no. I, uh, no. But in case later down the line, we I mean, do. we do like live forever. So like, I don't know, my, I, my tastes might change. Which I really appreciate that some characters want to wait and some don't. And yeah. I, cause that's as far as realism goes in the world of the Fae. How that's amazing how is that? Works. You could wait like 500 years. Sounds awesome. And you could do any, everything you want to do and then be like, all right, yeah, I guess I'm ready for this. Yeah. I said early on in the series, this is, how I could wrap my mind around the process of it. It's like, 
all of the time before and after that yeah. you have. Yeah, so you may as well, especially if you're like, you know, the high lord of the night court and you're going to have like a whole team of people that will help you with the child. So you barely even have to look at it. See, that's another thing I wouldn't want to do. I love that. I want to be like advocate, but like not advocate at all. You See, know what that's I mean? what I don't want to do. No, I don't. I, as someone that was a nanny for a long time, I also don't quite understand why people would have children to never be around their children. But also, I've never been like a rich bitch that just had a child just yeah. because I could. You never so, fell in love with any of the uh, widowed fathers of those kids, though. No, surprisingly, they weren't looking for an overweight, drunk uh, piece of shit. <laughs> you weren't drunk when, when I you was, were with the kids. No, not when I was with the kids. You were a very good nanny. But I think that I'm sure they could at least tell that I was hungover. Can't hi- I feel like you thought you hid it really well when you were in your 20s, but now looking back, I was like, I bet I didn't hide that well at no. all. I also didn't think that they could smell that I reeked of cigarette smokes. Uh, smokes. Extra smokes. Not Extra just one smoke. Smokes. Double smokes. I think any of us who used to be smokers thought that we didn't smell like cigarettes, but we always did. God, we reeked. Anyway... But also, yeah, Nesta totally wants a baby, and Cassian, you should totally put it inside of her. I mean, he wants a baby, too. He's already said that, but I think he's relieved that he's not, she's not going, right now. Baby, now! He couldn't tear himself from the quiet joy lighting her face. So he offered her a soft smile. Yes, when the time was right, they would start that journey together. They share an intimate moment there, and she surprises Cassian by saying that... She wants a, quote, disgustingly ornate mating ceremony. Whoa, wedding dress. I actually think this is way more of an Elaine wedding dress, but that's just the wedding dress that I had. I don't think that this would be a Nesta dress. What about all your other marriages? What would you wear for those? <sighs> don't talk about oh, those Oh, we don't ones. bring those up. Um, yeah, that is more in Elaine just because of the flowers and it's stuff. It's very flowery I think. Yeah. and very, like, it's very ballerina-ish. Yeah, I, I imagine Nesta would want something that was a little bit more, um, like, warrior-esque. I would, I would picture sleek, kind of form-fitting, and, like, silky. Ooh. Like, not sheer. I don't know why I don't see it as a sheer dress. Okay. Actually, I kind of picture it similar to the dream dress that Bella Swan wears in her nightmare, where it's, like, a lot of satin Okay. And very, t- like, but sexy. Like, Especially sort of Nesta like a trumpet. Could pull it off. I yeah. mean, in my head, I'm like, satin, but that's just because I could never imagine myself wearing satin. I mean, but... I wouldn't. Either, no, but, but Nesta could totally pull it off. Yeah. She'd look amazing. <sighs> Bitch. When Cassian contemplates how much Azriel and Moore would mock him for that, she shrugs and then hands him a cookie from her pocket instead <laughs> and says, okay, we're done. Done talking about this. Have a cookie. Which also, great. Very Makes me love you even more. I know, it's very sweet. When he asks her if those are his only two options, she bluntly says, yes. So Cassian laughed again and folded her fingers around the pathetic biscuit, leaning to whisper in her ear. We'll make a coronation of it, Ness. <laughs> even still, Cassian thinks about all of the things that are not done that need to be dealt with, cleaned up, fixed, in the kingdom, be outside of all of the stuff from the blood, right? We've got Koshki. We've got to deal with Baron. There's oh, a, yeah. an impending war. Oh, yeah. And the whole Eris thing and like and all of, like that kind of shit. Like what's going on over there? What's going to go on with Baron? More but, like Boron. Like yeah. Boron, Snoron. Yeah. But Nesta sees his concern and tells him that they will deal with it later. He agrees as she wraps her arms around him. Nesta pulled away, whispering, 
I love you. And it was all Cassia needed before kissing her again, the force of it more powerful and enduring than the cauldron itself. In a sort of epilogue, we find Cassian in the Hewn City, having received instruction to go and speak with Eris. Important, since they would need to figure out all the mess from him being enchanted. And, like, having to undo. Also, like, I imagine, like, now in their head, even just from thinking for half a second, like, oh, wait, no, he's actually evil. Then having to go back and trust him again, even though it's not Eris's fault, I feel like that probably is going to take a second. Yeah, and then they have to untangle everything that happened up to that point and, like, yeah. who knows what. But, of course, these two males don't really like each other still, even after all this. Even though Cassian does realize he's probably not, like, fully evil, seemingly no matter what happens, they're always just like, grrr. Yep. Why I To the moon. To the moon, Eris. Cassian questions Eris, asks what he told his father and everything that's happened since. And Eris reveals that... He did tell his father that he was helped by the night court, but that it's always a mix of truth and lies. He insinuates that his father tortured him, but won't tell Cassian outright when he pushes. Even as Eris lobs insults at Cassian, Cass weighs what Eris is enduring to keep their secret safe. And he finally realizes in this moment that Eris... Maybe jealous of him. I love this moment of realization because also, like, it makes so much sense of how, like, okay, he probably was just tortured by his father, which I'm sure is not the first nor the last time that that's going to happen. And then he's like, yeah, but you're you Valyrian bastard. It's like, yeah. well, yeah, I wonder where it's coming from. And also the fact that Cassian is so open emotionally to be able to see that and validate that and be like, oh, okay, I see yeah. what's going on here, which also makes him my king. Of course. Mm, I love you, Cassian. And it's just like goes to show he's never realized, because we all realize he's deeply jealous of them. But yeah. Cassian, it's never occurred to him. He just thought Eris was mean yeah. and hateful. And he's like, oh, I think Eris is jealous of of everyone's relationship yeah. together that he doesn't have anything the like family that. that they have the mm. love that he has like just everything everything that cassian has and is that's why some so many bullies have trouble at home oh oh don't even get me started changing directions he asks eris point blank why he left more in the forest that day though all those centuries ago and i'm all like uh oh well i'd love to hear the answer you're not there to hear it. No, but I'm there in theory. In theory, in spirit. Though Eris is still being rude, Cassian presses him. He's trying to understand why that happened that day, because Eris is displaying other signs of being noble and brave. Eris tells him he wants to explain himself to someone else, and it's clear he's referring to Morrigan. And maybe we'll see that explanation one day. I fucking better. But Eris points out that they have more pressing issues, including the potential of his father teaming up with Koshki, even without Briellen. Cassian thinks of his fierce mate back home and begins to leave to get back to his new life in Valaris. But as he's going, he turns to Eris and tells him he thinks Eris might be a decent male under all of his blustering. Eris is giving him a death stare, but Cassian's heart is so full all he feels is pity for this miserable guy. Ugh. Tells him that he's known monsters his whole life and that Eris isn't that. That he might even be a good male under there. Cassian opened the door, turning from Eris's curled lip. You're just too much of a coward to act like one. 
I think that we're going to see them create a friendship. A brief time jump, and we're with Nesta in this final chapter, who is spending her time right now with a healed Feyre. They are taking walks with Nyx every day and are often swarmed with well-wishers from Valaris, all thrilled to see the new high baby. (laughs) I don't think you're supposed to do that to a baby. I know it'll make him go to sleep faster. Yeah. A few weeks after Nyx's birth, Nesta is taking one of her walks with Feyre and Nyx, and this one also includes Elaine. And they're going to a new spot, at least a new spot for Nesta. As they walk, she reflects on her new life with Cassian, who is fucking her senseless yeah. and calling her his mate every chance he gets, which is so cute. It's very cute. It's very it's cute. It's so cute. She acts irritated by it, but we all know better, Nesta. We know you love it. Their training has continued because the blood right doesn't mean you're done. No way. Mm-mm. You must continue forth. What, are you going to go back to Flab? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Not that any of them were Flabby. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> And Nesta and Cassian's mating ceremony is in three short days. (gasps) Reese has been put in charge of the decor and he's gone and completely insane with it. Which I think is really cute because I would never, of of everybody, I would not necessarily choose Reese to be in charge of decor. But I was just like, ooh, you must have a great eye, though, if they're like, you know what? Reese is going to fucking kill this. I mean, the townhouse sounded like it was well put together. Right? Which also then makes me insinuate that he didn't have any help designing any of the homes, which... Just let me have this, okay? I love it. That he decorates it all himself, and he has just such a great eye that, like, he chooses to do it in between wars. I mean, wars. He, he would buy dresses for Feyre with very good taste. Oh. oh, I guess his mother made some of them, but... Yeah. But he also chose those and knew that she would like them. That's right. So he's kind of the one decorating. They're they're getting married in the temple, or they're getting mated at the temple on the Riverhouse property, and... It was Nesta's compromise to get him to stop showering her with gifts and gratitude for saving his family's life. So they agreed Reese will make her mating ceremony look like a Kardashian toddler's birthday party. Mm. And then they're even. Well, that and just the tiny gift of the House of Wind. The entire House of Wind! Reese watched the house come alive with Nesta in it. And so he offered it to her and Cassian as a mating gift. Now it's there. That's awesome. Isn't that pretty That's cool? That's so cool. With, and now it's theirs. And there's alone with the exception of them using it for formal meetings. As over the top as it all seems, Nesta can hardly wait for all of it. Her future fills her with a sense of joy like she's never known. <sighs> and maybe the most meaningful gift came from Feyre. Nesta has now joined her family on the wall of the river house via Feyre's painting. She just nudged in one more stick figure. One more. Just put an N underneath so everyone's like, oh, I guess that's Nesta. Nesta. Is that supposed to be Nesta? Nesta's shared some of the memories of the blood rite with Reese and was stunned to learn it was now immortalized in paint. Her portrait is her holding the line at the pass of Analias, which I gotta say is a baller portrait to have. I know part of me kind of wants to get one done of me doing that, but I guess since I didn't do that, does that make it pathetic? Well, no, because it's not real. Yeah, so I can (laughs) let me live in my non-reality. I can get you up on a hill and then like... Do I have to climb the hill? Yeah. Ooh, can I, I can put a sword in your hand and then like Ooh. I'll come at you and you'll go like, no. Ooh, Ooh violence. I'm very I'm scared pretend. of all of it. Okay, all right. As long as it's pretend. And yeah. as long as I can take like a trolley or something up the hill, then I'm fine. 
You are very fit. You can walk up a hill. You walk you do walks all day. You're very I you can't. are a walker. <laughs> now on this day, the three sisters are standing at the bottom of this little hill on the outskirts of Valaris. As they begin their ascent upward, Nesta's heart flutters because where they're going is the memorial marker for their father. They're there to show him his grandson for the first time. But they all know it's also for Nesta. After Nesta spends some time at the marker showing their father his grandson, they look to Nesta and she tells the sisters to wait for her at the bottom of the hill. She reflects on all that's happened and all that she plans to do to make up for the lost time. Her father had died for her with love in his heart, and Nesta's held love in her own heart as she pulled the small carved rose from her pocket and set it upon the gravestone, a permanent marker of the beauty and good he'd tried to bring into the world. Thank you, she says. She sees a shadow cross over her from high above and knows that her mate is checking in, just making sure she's okay. Busybody. But she blew Cassie in a soft kiss, too. Her mate. Her love. Her friend. The light within her chest brightened to a radiant sun. She found Feyre and Elaine waiting halfway down the hill, Nyx now dozing peacefully in Elaine's arms. Her sisters beamed, beckoning her to join. And Nesta smiled back, her steps light as she hurried down the hill to meet them. The end! No! Who wants to live forever? Who wants to live forever? Um, it's me. It's you? It's me. Uh, well, I will say, if you have not started Crescent City... There may be some Prithonians, Prithianis, Prithonians, something, uh, who appear in the series. Yeah. I'm just going to say it's not time to say goodbye to Nesta yet if you don't want to. And any of them, really. Um, Crescent City's so good. <laughs> we uh, will be talking about it for sure, and we'll let you know what that means. Yes. Um, it's been a pleasure of doing this for a year, Jackie. I know. That's An unintentional year. Absolutely. Un- un- we had no idea it was going to we're going to have this journey for so long. But thank you guys for joining us on the journey that we've gone through, because this has been quite a year. I think we've learned a lot. I think we've grown a lot. And um, I will not say goodbye to this because I will burst into tears. I'm not overly sensitive. I'm just emotional. You are perfectly sensitive. Thank you. Um, we are so grateful for you guys for tuning in. It's why we ended up doing this for a year because people asked for it and we are we had so much fun. Yeah, we had so much fun and thank you guys for having fun alongside us and don't worry, this is not the last you hear from us. This is not the last story we will be going through with you. Don't worry. And probably more than 53 costumes will show up. Woo, baby. I am ready because honestly I don't have enough wigs. I'm like, I went through all of this whole process. I don't think I have enough wigs. I think that's the one thing we learned about this whole series is that neither of us had enough wigs. No. Oh, well, we got them now. Please read the bonus chapters available online. And now, dudes grappling with erotica for educational purposes only. Featuring John Brennan and Yuki Nakamura of Joe Bob's Last Drive-In Show.
God, nothing had ever felt so good, so full, so burning with pleasure. Nothing had ever felt death, nothing. Gassian set the pace, smooth and deep, and for a moment, it was all Nesta could do to match his stroke for stroke. For a moment, she looked between their bodies to where his cock plunged into her, so thick and long and gleaming with her that she tightened around him, her release already building. He felt her inner muscles squeeze him harder and growled. Fuck, Nesta. And she'd liked seeing him undone enough that she did it again, clenching on him just as he seated himself fully. He arched into it, fingers digging into the bed. Fuck, he repeated. It wasn't enough, though. Wasn't close to enough. She wanted Cassian roaring. Wanted him so lost that he couldn't remember his own name. Nesta held him with a hand on his chest, just one hand, and he stopped, utterly at her command. If she wanted it to end here, it would. It softened her enough that she couldn't quite keep the tremor out of her voice as she said, I want you deeper. Cassian panted, eyes wide. As she crawled out of his arm, as she turned onto her stomach and lifted her backside for him, offering herself. He made a low sound of need. She arched her hips higher, inviting him to take, to feast. His listening shattered. He was on her in instant lifting her hips higher as he sheathed himself in a single thrust. Nesta screamed. Then, a sound of such pure pleasure, she knew it echoed off the mountains, feeling him hit the deepest spot of her. Cassian pounded into her, a hand moving from her hip to her hair, tugging her head back, burying her throat. She gave herself over to it, to him, and the lack of control was heady, so pleasurable that she could barely stand it. He thrust harder, so deep, with this angle that she might have been screaming again, might have been sobbing. His other hand drifted between her legs, his cock pounding into her, her hair gripped like reins in one hand, her pleasure in his other. She was utterly at his mercy, and he knew it. He was smiling with desire, slamming home so hard his balls slapped against her. The silken touch had her erupting. Her climax crashed upon her, out of her, her inner muscles clenching him tight. Cassian roared. The sound echoed through the room. 
and he became utterly wide as release founded him and he spill into her with such a force that his seat ran down her thigh. And then his weight fell upon her back. Only an arm that he threw out to brace them kept them from collapsing. Reeling, Nesta could only breathe, breathe, breathe. Cassian laid buried in her, and it felt so good, so right, that she wanted him always this deep in her, his seed spilling down her legs forever. Hey, babies! For more fairy talk and hot touch, join us every week here on LPN Deep Dive's Akatar, available wherever you get your podcasts. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.